0: Is Nicolo Mastro Matteo. Thanks for being on the show, Nicolo. Yeah, thanks for having me, Whitney. Oh, yeah, awesome. Well, I'm grateful to have you on the show, uh, Nico. Is a commercial real estate developer, commercial real estate investment sales broker at Freeman Real Estate, and from 2017 2018, currently the principal at Pipernell Developments. Uh, so he's developing projects. I'm looking forward to hearing Nicolos just uh, transition from you know from working at a brokerage firm uh, to b- being a developer now, and also how that's helping him uh, in a way of finding deals and in closing deals that maybe uh, you know you and I can't close, and uh, how. He's taking advantage of, the, of that uh, skill set. So, give us a little more about your background and, and getting into this space. Uh, you know, why real estate, why development, why syndication, and let's uh, let's dive into your superpower.
1: So, I got into real estate originally. 2016, I saw a documentary on a real estate developer. Fall 2016, and um, it looked interesting to me. It's kind of left brain and right brain type of thing, um, and I was kind of searching for what to do. Uh, after graduating. And so I found a paid position in commercial real estate, which isn't always the easiest thing to do for entry level. And it was kind of a position that I could look into at a big company locally, at least in Southeast Michigan, that's Friedman Real Estate. I was in new business development. So I got to look into construction, into brokerage, property management, the financing side, kind of every arm of the industry. And uh, kind of got a good feel for the different asset classes, this and that. Moved into brokerage. I think it was about nine months after I started there and did brokerage for, I don't know, about a year and then switched into development, left the company on very good terms. And I still talk with the guy who mentored me and once in a while other people at the company, but uh, I left four specific Developments that I had actually called on originally. So, my first two calls as a broker are still the deals I'm working on now. So, I've gotten a lot of good experience in development and sat in a lot of meetings that I otherwise wouldn't have if I didn't leave at that specific time. But, meetings with the State Economic Development Corporation, the county, uh, the city, and the city politics is, and the city kind of notorious for having a hairy situation in that regard. So the, the projects on paper have gone nowhere, but in the background it is kind of, everything's kind of really built to a crescendo and actually one of them in particular is just so happens to be tonight kind of like a do or don't do situation for the city. So okay. it's a pretty complicated deal that basically I'm buying these two big office buildings that also include an agreement that is the result of six years of litigation between the owners and the city, and that what's called the settlement agreement is terrible for the city financially and in every other manner now and going forward with liabilities and this and that. So basically, I'm proposing to release them from that settlement agreement in exchange for giving me... The massive parking structure in between the properties I'm buying, and for a cash contribution and a bunch of incentives to redevelop the downtown area. And tonight, they either decide to move in favor of my proposal, or they go off into what is they're calling settlement default, which is back to receivership and emergency management and all that. And there's other proposals on the table that are not are not feasible. So my challenge has been to communicate to the council that it really is either they go into default. Their decision tonight is either they default in a month and go into mediation. The court date's already been set, or they sign my three-party LOI with the seller to push back that November 1 deadline and negotiate the details of, our, of my deal with the city.
0: Well, you've definitely perked my interest, and I know you've perked a lot of the listeners as well. Uh, I'd love to hear, you know, more about this project because I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute, you know, how did you how do you underwrite something like this? How do you work into understanding, uh, you know, what this settlement agreement involved and in taking that on and releasing the city of that? So, uh, you know, are you taking on uh, liability and th- you know all these different things that I'm thinking through as you as just from the details that you've shared there? Can you back up a little bit and just share a little bit about this project and how you found it and why you would
1: pursue it so it's located in downtown pontiac michigan if this was a year or two ago i might have been hesitant to say more details about where and this and that but i'm so ingrained in it and i'm not worried so it's pontiac is about 30 minutes north of detroit up woodward avenue which dead ends in detroit and pontiac used to be called pontiac road pontiac's and it's the county seat and it's in the center of oakland county which is one of the most affluent counties in the nation and Pontiac is kind of the, I don't know how else to put it, like the city in last in the county. So it's, it's been a target, much smaller, more achievable target than Detroit has been. I'm sure most of the listeners already know, but Detroit's had a big turnaround in the last five, 10 years. Pontiac is much smaller geographically and more doable to revitalize. But the political situation is horrendous, from what I hear. I don't have much experience in other cities, but uh, the owner who's selling me these properties has developed uh, you know two three four hundred unit apartment complexes in five states and a few different cities in those states. He said he's never seen anything like this, and really it's the reason I was able to get in the position I'm in now because. Nobody else wanted to put in the effort. Just doing one day at a time, this and that. it Eventually, started clicking.
0: So, how did you find this property? How did you know it was for sale? And then, you know, and start to go into to purchasing it.
1: Well, Pontiac is the only real kind of like downtown area in Oakland County. There's a couple other smaller ones, but it, it's just smack in the middle of the county. It's the county seat. There's not much going on there, and I was more interested in development as a broker. So I was poking around. This property was for sale. There's only a few big properties downtown and this is one of them. It was on the market. So I started talking with the broker and that kind of led to a relationship. I put a different deal up the street under contract and that's the other one I've been working on it forever. And then I got introduced to a developer who wanted me to start working with him. And I had told him we can get this other property under contract and start working on that. Uh, so, I mean, really from there, just kind of one thing led to another.
0: Yeah, so tell me about this uh, settlement agreement. How did you learn that there was something like that attached to this property, and and just figure out what that means. And and uh, it sounds like you've you're creating an opportunity for the city, you know, to to get out of something that they could is see it sounds negative to them. Maybe you can shed some light on that as well.
1: Yeah, so I mean, that settlement agreement is really the only reason this whole deal is worth it, because I can use that settlement agreement to get cash contribution and incentives from the city, but it also helps me look like the good guy because I'm really in doing that. It saves the city from going back into receivership and emergency management, but that settlement agreement. So the, the property is two big office towers, mostly vacant. Big part of the reason they're vacant is because this huge parking structure in the middle, it was in litigation for six years between the city and the owners. So no tenant wanted to sign sign a lease without guaranteed parking and the deck needs a lot of work done to it. But basically that settlement agreement orders the city to bring this parking structure up to code. So it's called the Phoenix Center. I'm buying the Ottawa Towers and the Phoenix Center is the parking structure in the middle. So the city has to bring that c- garage up to code by this November 1. The settlement was reached wow. September, September November 1, 2018. So two years ago, bringing it up to code requires $20 million from the city. And that needs to be done and completed in just over a month here. Uh, they haven't started. I'm probably <laughs> a part of the reason that they haven't started because I think they want to do this deal with me, but they're just yeah. hesitant. But so they have to spend $20 million to bring it up to code. The garage is 2,400 parking spots. They have to give Ottawa wow. Towers 1,800 of them for free. for ten, So the city owns the garage. They have to give 1,800 free parking spots for 10 years. Really, it's essentially free for 30 years. You're approaching demo time at that point. So what it does is the city has to pay $20 million and they have no income on this asset. And they have a never-ending liability and obligation to fulfill the terms of this settlement agreement, which never goes away. So it's like a constant i I mean, I don't know, a massive weight on the city's back. It's yeah. just like they're constantly impending default. So what my deal does is, if they go into default, they're going to have to pay that 20 million dollars. They're also going to have to pay another 10 to 20 million dollars. Either way, they're going to have to owe about $40 million. They don't have $40 million. They can't declare bankruptcy, so the penalty gets dispersed amongst the taxpayers. Now the question becomes, can they pay? And they make a, a lot less than those in the county, statewide and nationwide. So where does that money come from sort of thing? My deal is basically, instead of having to pay $40 million and going into receivership, pay me $20 million over time. They don't want to bond. So no bonding required. Give me the Phoenix center for a dollar. You can retain some ownership if you want. I don't, you know, we'll figure that out. And a bunch of incentives, master developer rights, that sort of thing. And I have big name to partners with lots more development experience ready to do this deal with me, but I need the city to sign this letter of intent first. So that's kind of where it's at. And tonight they have a vote. Finally, I mean I put this under contract November last year to vote whether or not to move forward with my proposal, one of four other proposals, which are all not viable, which is hard to communicate to them, or they go into default. So really it comes down to they default and they're gonna owe forty million and go into receivership, or they do this deal with me, and the county's also on the hook for the settlement agreement, which I've kept very quiet. I want the city to sign it. And then I want to diplomatically go to the right people at the county. They should cover 50%. So it really, it's going to, it saves the city from receivership and it provides the opportunity to start fresh and kind of build a new Pontiac downtown.
0: Wow. I wanted to, I mean, I wondered what, what happens to the settlement agreement if they agree to move forward with you?
1: First, I'd close on Ottawa Towers and contingent on the city transferring ownership of Phoenix center to me and providing the other incentives and this and that. So I close on Ottawa, I close on Phoenix, then I release them from the settlement agreement and the declaration of parking easements, which nobody else ever talks about. And it's a massive problem for the city. So I don't know how it's going to shake out, but that's, that's really the the gist of it is they contribute the deck and X amount of dollars and incentives I close on Ottawa and Phoenix and then I release them from the settlement agreement.
0: You don't have to complete the upgrade to the parking structure by November 1st, do you?
1: No, because I would own that settlement agreement. And really, my goal with all this is so Pontiac has a loop, a five, five lane, one way highway loop around downtown. The county's had plans for 10, 20 years to convert that to two way traffic, hasn't been able to do it. I would like to convert that loop to two way traffic, and I know I can do that with this deal with the city that's kind of a side note but i do want to reconnect woodward to downtown pontiac too which will require demoing at least part of the phoenix center if not the whole thing so i need to get detailed assessments done of the phoenix center shortly after the city signs my loi
0: wow and I know we can't dive into every detail of a deal like this, but it's so creative and, and out of the box. I, I love talking about it and helping the listener to hear something, you know, like this. That's not just your typical deal. In the beginning, how did you look at this and say, well, "Wait a minute, you know, here's something that that you know we can make some money on." You know, it may take us a year or two years or whatever dealing with the city, but it's going to be worth worth that much time and wait.
1: Well, there was only a few buildings downtown, and we were under contract to do a development on the tallest building downtown 1920s built you know beautiful structure type of building so this one one of the other few large properties and it was it was for sale on the market so started looking into it and then started trying to figure out a way to put it under contract with the seller he'd never signed an agreement learned about this settlement agreement learned about this learned about that just kind of thinking about it on the side with this other the other development was 28 north was the focus, but this this Ottawa Phoenix thing, the more that was learned about the settlement agreement, the more creative thinking started happening in discussions with others, where the ideas kind of just built on each other. So I think the idea first to sell that settlement first, it's what got under contract. So we found out we needed the owner wanted to sell everything and get out of Pontiac. He owns other properties too. So now I got to buy these three schools I don't want. And these Ottawa Towers don't necessarily want. You want the settlement agreement. So you get all of it packaged. It helped us get it under contract. But while doing that, we found out a way to monetize it.
0: Nice. Well, it's very creative. I know most wouldn't stick it out and, and figure all that out. Uh, but I, I wish we could you know, have the show tomorrow so we could know what the, what the council decided. But uh, uh, Nicola, what's been the hardest part of your commercial real estate career?
1: Working with the city. I don't blame them, but they have lots of, they have some real deep rooted trust issues that I think go back to well before this. The litigation started in 2012. It's a really hairy political situation and they have elections coming up. They're a year behind everyone else. But navigating the politics, the city politics has been extremely difficult. Just getting it on the agenda for tonight took a year.
0: In in one sentence, what's what's some advice that you have for the listener who's dealing with with the city or you know a city council or something similar to this? Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen as best you can. Trust nobody. <laughs> you know, I've I've listened and talked with everyone. I I to keep a low profile, not be seen in public with anyone because I don't know who's going to jump to conclusions about anything, this or that. They tell you that, go get X you go get X. They don't think you can get X. And then you go get X and you come back to them and say, go get Y. So it's a lot of dancing and trying to find the true leverage. <laughs> Cause I don't know how else to get it. I mean, being the nice guy doesn't always work. I'm not out to hurt the city. I'm, I'm trying to only benefit the sure. city, but they, because of their trust issues, they're constantly, sometimes if you're trying to do something for the right reason, they just don't believe it. But as far as advice, right. I, I feel like the longer I'm in this, the more I learn, the less advice I have to give.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's the number one thing that's contributed to your success?
1: Persistence and a positive, positive outlook leads to creative thinking to find the right solution. And how do you like to give back? That's something I have been thinking about doing. If this effort finally goes through, but really, uh, I guess in 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 the process, I've kind of given back. I, you know, I I left a very reputable firm. Strong position. I've turned down offers, unsolicited offers for jobs. So the income stream has been lacking for two years due to my obsession with this project. But the way that helps me keep going is to remember that I'm doing it for the people in the city and for there's a very strong pride with the city and to keep that going. So I guess it's kind of giving back while doing this, or at least that's what helps me be motivated.
0: Yeah. Well, Niccolo, I know it's been a pleasure to get to know you a little bit and hear your story and really hear i mean—hear about this, this property. This project is, is so unique. There's so many different things about it. Your uh, desire to push forward and to keep pursuing this project and everything you've had to do to make it happen. Uh, so grateful for your time today and grateful for uh, just you sharing that with us. I think it's probably opened the eyes of the listeners somewhat to, to think about deals that are outside the box and getting creative. Uh, so thanks again. How can the listeners get in touch with you? To learn more about you.
1: One way is my cell phone. I don't mind sharing it. Call or text 248 464 5373. Prefer if you let me know who's calling and why. My email is nicolo.mastermatteo at gmail.com. I'll spell it N I C C O L O dot M A S T R O M A T T E O at gmail.com.
0: So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital